Hey everybody, it's Jason. Welcome or welcome back to the Mosaic Church Podcast. At the end of this podcast, please take a moment to connect with us on social media. It's a great place to learn more and to see what's happening at Mosaic. Most importantly, hope the following message encourages and inspires you to take a new step on your faith journey. Enjoy. So when I was a kid, I loved playing outside. Loved it. Like, that's all we did back in the 80s, is play outside. And one of the, my favorite things of all time, now I'm going to, you're going to age yourself right now. There's two of my favorites of all time. One is kick the can. <laughs> so let me, let me just set this up for you if you don't know kick the can. Kick, kick the can is this fantastic game where coffee used to come in big metal containers, Right? And you'd have this empty can that you took from your neighbor, your mom, your grandma, or whatever. Usually, hopefully, the coffee is gone. Now, this doesn't make sense. So you take this can, and you place it in the middle of the street. Then all the kids would scatter. It's a game of tag. And so in the middle, the object was to be the first one there to hit that can before you got tagged. You got tagged, you're out, you're put in jail. Then they had jail breaks and all these variations. But the best sound in the world when you were on the offensive was... Everybody's yelling and having a great time, right? Do you guys remember that game? Second favorite game of all time, flashlight tag. Flashlight tag. Now, flashlight tag is a variation of a tag game. It's a little bit different, but let me explain this to you as well. Flashlight tag is a game in which the bad guys have the flashlights and the good guys are out running around. You had to wear all black get really super serious, like you paint your face black, you know, like look like a ninja. And the object was to not get caught. Sometimes you play for a time, like you had to stay uncaught for 30 minutes. Sometimes you had to get to the flag, whatever it was. And the object of flashlight tag was that when a person could identify who you are with their flashlight, they had their flashlight and they'd call your name, okay? So once they called your name, you just said, you didn't get me, and you cheat and keep running. But those who were honest... (laughs) Hey, you know where you were, man. <laughs> Those who were honest said, okay, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. One time in particular, I remember playing. We had a lot of yards. I grew up in the New Berlin area, all these different areas, and we're out playing, and I'm running full bore, and someone was hot on my tail. And in my little mind, I thought, okay, here's the deal. If I can run fast enough and juke enough times in and out of some trees and bushes, there's no way he's going to be able to identify me. And so he was coming around the way, and I took off. And I'm running full bore, and there's this tree sitting right there in my neighbor's yard. And I'm running full, and I see the tree. Come on, guys. Tell this where the story's going to go. I ran into a tree. Come on. I see the tree. I juke to the left, and then a Mack truck hit me straight across the throat. With two feet in the air, I flip and land flat on my back. I didn't see the chain that was holding the tree up. So as I sit there gasping for air, my friend comes up, Jason, you're out. You know, like, (laughs) thanks, man. (laughs) Light is so important to us. We don't really notice light until light is gone. Right now, it's hard to see. There's a couple of lights up. But if all of this light was down, we couldn't see where we're going. And what if I said to you, lights all off. Okay, ready? Scramble. Let's play tag. There would be chairs flying everywhere. People run into people. Hot water spilled. Cocoa all over the place. Kids crying. Mass hysteria. 
Light is huge. You don't really notice it until it's gone or when you need it. When we need light, oftentimes we look for ways to try to provide it for us. We use flashlights. We have lights in our homes. We have lights on our cars so we can drive at night. Without lights, we wouldn't be able to drive at night. We wouldn't be able to find our way in the dark. If I would have had the flashlight, I would have seen the chain. But I didn't. It was pitch black. And because of that, all the dangers that were around me, I couldn't really notice. And that's the whole part of the game, is to, to tempt that danger and to not get caught. And Jesus makes this amazing statement in John chapter 8, verse 12. He says this, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Have you ever thought about life that way? That really our lives are living either in darkness or in light. Now think about it. When we've gone through stuff in life, and we have all have stuff in this room, pain, hurts, issues, things we wish we could have done different, there's this darkness and this light. And when we live in our best interest in a way that we think, I got all the answers, I'm cool, I know what I'm doing, I got this, I'm going to make up what I think is good and not good. I'm going to say what I believe to be true to be true. And I'm going to call that light. Jesus actually says you're walking in darkness. And as you're walking, all these obstacles and all these things are around you. You don't know which way to go. You have no direction. And then Jesus has this beautiful statement in chapter, chapter 8, verse 12. He says, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. That when you walk with me, I have the light of life. Think about that. Life. Light. In darkness, there is chaos. In the light, everything can be seen. And here's the hard thing about light. Light exposes you. Like sometimes, I don't really want to be found out. What I like to do when I'm a jerk or I mess up or I make mistakes, and I'm going to assume I'm not the only one in the room when I make this statement, I like to hide it down deep and pretend it didn't happen or cover it up because I don't want you guys to know. I don't want my friends to know my family I made that mistake. I want to shove it in darkness. And what happens over time, the more we shove down there, stuff starts to happen to us. We start to get cold, bitter, hurt, angry, and it starts to come out of us in dark ways. Maybe you grew up like that in a home like that. Perhaps you're a part of it right now, but you know what I'm saying, right? When we stuff stuff down deep and we put it into the darkness, the darkness comes out of us, and it's scary. Because here Jesus says, hey, I'm going to light up everything in your life for you, and you're going to have to face what's dark inside of you. That's scary. It scares me. Because the light exposes everything. And this is the beautiful thing about this Jesus that we're celebrating, we're singing about. He came to give us light, not to harm you, but to save you. What if Jesus in our life is the one that turns the lights on so you do not get depleted by a tree chain? But instead, he says, Jason, do not run by that chain. Look, it's right there. And even though I don't want to dig into the dark, ugly stuff of my heart, and even though I'm afraid to do it, and even though I know it's hard to look at, I don't, all I can tell you is I believe this. Jesus has something better for all of us. Every single one of us, Jesus has something better.
for us. Even if your life is really good right now and things are great, and trust me, Jesus has something better. Because this baby that we're celebrating, it did something huge. He brought light into a dark world. And one of the, the problems with this in our whole faith walk is sometimes it's hard to accept this. Because when we talk about the word grace, grace is the idea that you can't earn this thing. He just loves you. The hard thing about grace is I'm not in control. Any control freaks in here, please raise your hand high and turn the lights on. <laughs> totally kidding. But thank you for raising your hand. I appreciate it. Honest. Honest kids, honest people. Love it. So control freaks, of which I am one. When I'm out of control or I do not have control, I feel fear. I'm afraid. And in my life, if I don't feel like I have my hands fully tied into control of things, I feel like, well, what direction I'm going. But Jesus says, follow me. Do what I'm asking. I have a life for you that will be better than anything you can imagine. And like many of you in this room, I've had fantastic moments of doing wonderful things, and I've had horrific moments of doing terrible things. And most of my life has been somewhere kind of this floaty middle. But because when I'm not in control, I start to ask, well, God, what can I do to earn this? How do I earn the fact that you love me? You can't go to church enough. You can't be good enough. You can't give enough. You can't smile enough. There is not enoughs. You're never going to be good enough because that's not grace. That's me in control earning my way in. But grace is this beautiful story that when Jesus said, I'm doing this all for you, he is giving it to us absolutely free. All you have to do is say, I love you, man. You came to save us. It is so unbelievably simple. But for all of us control freaks, it's terrifying because I'm letting go of my life to follow the one who says, follow me, I have the light. I've walked in darkness, and I've walked in light, and I've played in that gray area of dusk. You know dusk, that really, really hard time to see when you're driving? Maybe because I'm in my 40s now, but I can't see anything. And I'm, I'm driving, and that dusky hour, it's like you kind of can see, but you kind of can't. It's almost worse. Life sometimes sits in that dusky hour for me as well. But Jesus says this, Follow me, be in the light. I have a plan for you that would change everything. Today we're celebrating this amazing God who came to save us. And I can't tell you how excited I am to be a part of the story that Jesus is doing in Washington County in 2019 into 2020 for years to come. That we as a church are here to ignite a movement of radical love that transforms our community and the world. We have jumped into the story of Jesus to say, if Jesus was here right now, where would he be? Where would he go? What would he do? And that's what we're doing. Because he has come to save us all. There are times when I held on to my life or just held a hand, and you know what? Those days are done for me. I've let go. And I don't have it right, and I don't make it perfect, and I'm messing up, and I messed up five times today. Don't ask my family, but I did, right? But he loves me. And his love is not changed today because it's not about earning it. He just loves me. There's no difference between me, you, anybody else. He just loves us. But we have this choice. Jesus says, if you want to be with me, you have to walk in my light. And what that means is I have a life that I'm going to hand down, put down to pick up a new life that is there. And oftentimes when we hear about this, we see it as stuffy, not fun, ultra-religious, super lame, you can't even eat like fun stuff, whatever the story is that we have in our minds. I'm telling you, 
I wake up with a purpose in life because my life of Jesus calls me to sacrifice and not take. He says to me, it's better to give than to receive. My life of Jesus says that when people are in need, give to them. My life with Jesus says when someone is hurting, help them. My life with Jesus says people who are broken, heal them. I could go on and on and on. And when I go to bed at night thinking, Lord, I'm here for you. I'm loving the way that you love. I'm giving the way you give. I'm walking in your light. It's not because I've earned it. It's just because I follow him. A great way to think about this. When we read the Bible, we see Jesus with his 12 disciples. He see these guys and these guys are following him around. And these guys weren't the brightest guys. In fact, we find out in Jewish history that these guys would have been rejected from all the other Jewish rabbis because they, at that age they would have already been with one. But Jesus picks these not the smartest, not the brightest pupils and says, just follow me. And they follow him. What if we start to think we are his disciples 2019? Like, I'm Peter, I'm John, Take your pick. Like, we are his life now in the year 2019 with the same purpose, to give that message of love for the entire world. The message of love is simply this. Christ died so that we could live. He gave his life for all of us. This baby being born, in months we're going to be weeping, but yet celebrating this weird tragedy of a man God who gave his life for all of humanity, dying on a cross, risen again on Easter. And this life was born to be given. That's who this God is. This isn't a game for me. This isn't something I do as a profession. There are a lot of other higher-paying professional jobs. It's not about that, friends. It's that I believe with my whole spirit, heart, have experienced, lived through the beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that his life gives me life. And now, every day when I wake up, it's the reason why I live. I bring light into the world as he's brought light into me. My hope is to bring hope because he's put hope in me. My love goes out into the world because he's put love into me. And we want to replicate that over and over and over again. Think about Washington County. If everybody there loved the way Jesus did, what our place of neighborhoods would look like. It's unbelievable. But it's hard. It's hard because we have to be willing to give up ourselves. So friends, I'm challenging you this Christmas season. You've heard this message before. Maybe you haven't heard it before. Maybe you're wrestling. You're not sure where you are with this whole God thing and the story of Jesus. I want to encourage you. This amazing God gave everything so that we can have the light to walk in life. Proverbs 4, 18 through 19 says it perfectly. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter to the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Today, Christ is everything. Tomorrow will be celebration and joy, laughter, and even tonight as we continue on our time of worship and celebrating. There's no greater gift I can offer to all of you is the gift that I found, and that's Jesus Christ as my Savior. C.S. Lewis says it best. They asked him, about his faith walk. He simply said, I'm just one beggar telling other beggars where to find food. My friends, that's what we are. And I'm offering to you the opportunity to find out what does it mean to have a life with Jesus Christ. We at Mosaic, we love him. We're not perfect. We're Mosaic for a reason. Broken, messy, jacked up people, but put together and made something beautiful. We're here to bring love 
and hope and light into the world because Jesus first did it for us. The light has come. Are you willing to walk in it? Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you live in Southeast Wisconsin, we'd love to connect with you at our weekend gathering for service time, directions, and to learn more about our vision to ignite a movement of love that transforms our community and the world. Visit us at mosaicwi.com.